Hey everybody, what's going on here? Back again on What's the Trend, where we're talking about the latest trends today in design, business, and human behavior. And we're we're bringing you guys, um, influencers on the podcast, rising stars, and real business practitioners. And in today's episode, episode 018, episode 18, we're going to talk to Andropedia again. That's the second recording, actually, because we had one episode uh, prior to that with him, where he was talking about his business and all this kind of stuff. And um, he wanted to make a redo. I said, okay, man, fine. Let's talk actively about practical advices, things that you can do in your life, in your business, or whatever stage you are right now. You're at level one. You're just coming out of college or high school. You're just aspiring to, to get your name out there. You want to build your brand. Um, and you want to learn how to connect, how to build that relationship. He gives, your, he gives you some secrets about all that kind of stuff. And... Um, yeah, we were talking to the master in that field. So please, please check him out on social media if you want to get more content in regards to this. So kind of push him like, hey, man, Andrew, we need some more content here. So let's get this movement going. And um, if you haven't left, left us a review on iTunes or a five-star rating, something like that, please do so. Share it. And um, yeah, let's, 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 let's get right into the conversation with Andrew because quite frankly, I cannot wait to see how this goes it's a very honest intuitive engaging conversation and um well let's let's change the trend let's set it guys see ya so guys this is episode 018 with andrew padilla how to connect and how to create those relationships let's give it up for the man himself thanks andrew for coming on the show. So Andrew, thanks again for for becoming here, coming on this podcast and sharing some of your advices here again. Hey man, the 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 honor is mine to be able to get on here again and speak some facts and speak some experience advice for the people on here, man. So pleasure is mine. So Andrew, we're gonna get into some some practical stuff here on how to connect, I guess. But for the for the people who never heard about you before, I don't know if that's even possible that nobody knows about you. But for just for somebody who just tunes in, never never heard the first episode, never heard you on social media speaking, who are you? Just in a few sentences, man. Yeah, um, my name is Andrew Padilla. I'm an entrepreneur, influencer. Um, groundbreaker and i take pride in connecting with people like nicholas like, yeah I, w- I would say i i like shipping the ground man i try to make something change in the world you know always game changing what? what's that <laughs> supposed to mean groundbreaker I never heard that before <laughs> groundbreaker in my own definition is just you're, you're just like a shapeshifter you're just a disruptor so that's what i like to uh think of myself as you know we think of things we portray ourselves as certain attributes every single day you wake up in the morning look uh, in the mirror you you might think hey i'm a lion today hey i'm beautiful hey i'm amazing or you may think uh maybe i don't look so good today maybe my, i have my pimple on my nose you know so my attributes that i like to think about myself is i'm i'm a groundbreaker because i want to change okay. part of the world man that's, that's me what, what you tell yourself huh that's what i tell myself exactly <laughs> <laughs> All, all that stuff before that, you're like, hey, man, I'm amazing. I have uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, well, the bottom line of it all is I connect people 
to leaders um, in the space and I connect people to their own dreams and hopes. And I do that by, uh, I do that with video and I do that by just knowing somebody for their worth and motivating them to become better parts of themselves. So Andrew, let me ask you this. I mean, I asked you this before and you told me that, uh, yeah, privately and obviously a lot of people know about you, that you call yourself the connector. Now, why is that? I mean, somebody who never heard about you before, I would think uh, that's kind of weird. But why? <laughs> what's the what's the main, main attention behind? Like, hey, uh, I'm the connector. I mean, what, what what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, so connection to me uh, boils down to one word: it means relationships. And the reason I my I got the name was I was always very intrigued by people. Like at a young age, I was very good at reading people's faces, reading people's expressions, reading people, how they conveyed their message. Um, I remember that's how I, that's how I connect with people. Um, being at like a level I was at, I was very short in all my grade school and high school. And uh, I had to be able to convey my messages in, in effective ways and be able to, you know, be stand up for myself in sports um, in other areas. So I was very good at understanding people and how they ticked. Um, and that just led to, you know, five, 10 years down the road, people saying I'm very good at connecting with other people. And it was funny because every single group in high school, I was like the friend of every single group. I'm talking about like the people that, you know, sling drugs, the people, the athletes, to the people, really? you know, that just, yeah, everybody, man, I was tight with everybody. And that like is where I took pride and I realized that it was a gift um, at a young age. So. Um, I call myself the connector because I literally wanted to force myself to become uh, the person that was known for connecting people to to each other because I think connection solves world problems. I think when you interact with a human being, I literally think that is the reason why we're on this earth today. Um, Okay. Okay. And how how would you – yeah, you said you were like connected with everybody. Hey, this Antropodia cat – um, how would you connect in the first place? Would you just go to someone like, hey, uh, I, I'm Andrew Padilla. Or, or what would you do, man? Because I think a lot of people just don't know um, yeah. um, what, what to do. Man. Yeah, well, I mean, if I could take myself back a step. It's really the same process, you know, that I still do every single day. Um, it starts off with a genuine thought. Um, when I was in high school, I was very in, in, involved in sports and clubs and when I was up to these groups and I had to make friends, I, I just always had a genuine thought of another person. Like if you had, you know, Nicholas, the Kingmaker, he was very good at podcasts. So I would just go up to Nicholas and say, Hey man, you got a great voice and you got a great uh, message. And I think you should keep going. Um, that's how I usually started my conversations with every new person I met. I started off with a compliment. Hey, you got great shoes. Hey, you got nice hair. Hey, I like that shirt you have on today. Hey, you're doing great in your sport. Keep it up. Kill it. That's literally how I how I literally made all these types of friends, and um, I think that is the key uh, to developing any relationship in the beginning. Because you know, looking back, I I didn't really know why you know people like liked me on a, on a greater level is is pretty much because I wasn't judgmental, and I started off every single relationship with a genuine. Um, attitude towards the other person because once you start off in a relationship yeah i mean once you start a relationship uh, with somebody as a, as, a, as a prejudice with a prejudiced thought or a judgmental 
um, thought as well or action, you, you, you encounter barriers. So, you know, some people go up to somebody or they talk behind their backs. I just didn't do any of that. But isn't everybody judgmental in a way? See, I believe you have a choice, right? I believe you have a choice to fight the prejudice thoughts um, that I, I currently fight on a daily basis. Um, so I believe you have a choice. I believe everyone, maybe from the core, what society brings you as, it develops you as judgmental. But from the core, as us being human beings, as us being the same um, as everyone else. I'm no different than you. I have the same emotions as you, Nicholas. I have the same emotions when people listening to this podcast. Um, everything inside me that people don't like, they possess. Everything inside me that people love, they possess. So I think we all are the same. And that, when it comes from that core of it, um, I don't think we're meant, we're born to be judgmental. It's just the world and you know, society creates these judgmental thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because actually, I'm actually a pretty judgmental person, actually, or I was probably more. And I think uh, um, a, a reason why people just um, don't really connect with other human beings on a scale is because they're afraid of being judged. Like, hey, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna approach this this guy or this gal, whatever he is. Uh, it's, I'm just not gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna be judged or whatever. Like, how would you approach that? Yeah, uh, the 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 fear almost. Are you, are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you, man. Like one of my biggest insecurities growing up was women, um, because I just was not confident in my height. I wasn't confident in my being, um, and it was a struggle with me, man. And I remember like consistently the thoughts of like, oh, she's gonna think I'm too short, or oh, she's gonna think like she can go for another guy that's taller than them, or oh, she's gonna you know think of me less worthy. And I used to play these thoughts over and over and over, um, which led me to uh, relationships that were toxic, relationships that weren't worthy of me, weren't worthy of my time. But, you know, I let them in because I wasn't confident in myself and confident in antropodia to the point where, no, I deserve better. I deserve great. And, and that's not just, you know, with girls, it's with guys as well as with other people that I let in my life. It was, I had a little inner security, but mostly for women. And, that the fear I had, like I said, those prejudiced thoughts, I portrayed Nick like a shark was in the water. And probably you guys can relate with me on the podcast. It's when you see that, you know, business CEO in, in the Starbucks, or you see somebody on the street that, you know, is, it looks very professional or a girl in a coffee shop or in the club or whatever you're at. I don't know if you guys like it, but when you see that person, you immediately think in the first three seconds, you have a, choice to make a decision you have a decision to make and if you don't make a decision within the three seconds right then your subconscious goes down right you start to soak in all these fears like oh she's gonna think my hair is weird she's gonna make fun of my clothes uh, she probably is like the other guy next to me i'm not good looking enough and you start to play all these fears like there's a shark in the water so my yeah. my viewpoint now is with women, with everyone in life, is I create scenarios in my head. I create funny scenarios that if I walk up to that guy and I ask him for his business card, I'm going to laugh if he says no to me. I'm going to think it's funny. I'm going to think it's funny because I know my worth and I know that it's valuable to him for him to take my business card and for us to exchange business. Or if I see that girl and I go up to her, I play a scenario like, yeah, 
you know what? I, maybe she'll make fun of my shirt. Maybe she'll make fun of my clothes. Or maybe she'll think it's weird of me. But I'm playing it because it's so funny in my head already that no matter the outcome, I'm going to be okay because I already love myself to the fullest. And I think it really stems from that, Nick. If we're going on a level, if people fear so many things and people fear the judgment of other people, is because they're lacking a self-concept, the self-concept of themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it breaks and it breaks down to three things, bro. Self-concept breaks down to three things: self-idealization, who are you idealizing, your self-belief, how much, what do you, what are you saying to yourself every single day, right? What's your self? belief what are you waking up and saying you're a lion you're waking up and saying i'm not beautiful or number three that that generates self-esteem right your confidence your 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 aura when you walk in a room where people feel that so that stems in the self-concept my friend and that's what i think it stems down to mm-hmm. so so yeah that's interesting because when i think back i mean obviously we share the same or i don't know it's probably not an insecurity for you anymore talking to girls obviously you're the connector but obviously for me it, it as well has been a very big insecurity and i guess for a lot of guys at some point but i think what most people struggle with is that they they have to have a reason to do it like for me for instance i i when when, when i every action i took there needed to be a reason behind that and i think that when you're putting too much weight on that that it has to happen then it's not going to happen And uh, I learned that later in life that uh, not being needy or something is actually something that's going to benefit you. And I think a lot of guys are just, it's in business, it's all the time. I experienced that a lot, that people, young studs especially, who want to sell something like very hard sell something, whatever, um, or or make something happen and and they really want to do that. And they may have good intentions, but it's just not going to work out. So what would your advice be to them? Like, what is some mindset you have to have? Because I think it's a mindset issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. I think people have people are getting taught the wrong things um, from wrong mentors. So it goes right back to self-idealization. Like, are you taking advice from you know, the guy in your high school who's the same age as you and, and is giving you constructive criticism on your business? Or are you taking advice from actionable mentors, actionable, you know, CEOs that have employees that are working towards their goals and their dreams. Um, who are you listening to? And I think that that really is so important in business and in life. Um, because if you're not getting the right information, you're going to in turn affect your relationship. So you asked me with the hard sell or the people that come up to you and try to sell a product, you know, the number one thing, I was in uh, network marketing before and, you know, I was, you know, I was trying to sell a product to people online and for all you people that don't know what that is, is really much um, a system where you have your own business and it's a, almost a buddy system where you, you, you reach out to friends and family, you reach out to people you may not know and try to get them a service to help their, you know, whatever they have going on in their life. Mine was health and I made a huge mistake in the beginning where I was reaching out to people just literally asking them if they wanted to, you know, join my product and trial it out and seek a presentation from me. But I was missing this huge piece and it's called relationship. And I was, I was, I was trying to build a a castle without the foundation of the cement. I wasn't layering it first. And the layer of it is 
relationships. But what is relationships boiled down to? It's, it's giving without expectation. It's providing value without expecting or even needing anything from somebody in return. And that can mean an amount of things. But I think that's where they mostly go wrong in the beginning is they just ask about giving. Because I think a lot of people actually expect something for that, that connection. Because if I would approach a girl, my expectation would be like um, the ideal outcome for me is to to convince her to, to uh, go on a date with me or whatever it may right. be. And I think there has to be like, I want this to happen. Um, right. Like, how, how would you fix that? Like, would right. you, I mean, how, how can you tell somebody, dude, man, uh, don't have that mindset. Um, or what would you do, man? I mean, how would you approach that? Right. I mean, it really comes down to, you know, the how, like, you know, how would you approach that girl? How would you approach that guy? And, you know, what kind of mindset do you have? And it really, it really stems to trial and error. Um, you know, I remember I used to tell a lot of the kids that ask me questions. I say, go out in the mall and say hi to 10 people, you know, say hi to 10 people and that's it. And they're like, well, why can't I start a conversation? I'm like, just say hi, just say hi to people in the mall. Just give them a nice wave. If they don't wave at you back, who cares? And they did it. And they get in the mindset of that consistent mindset of, okay, this is not that big of a fear factor. This isn't as scary as it looks. You know, that girl, she's a regular human being. She does everything I do on a daily, ba on a daily uh, basis. She's no different than I am. I can say hi to her and I'll get a response. And, you know, after that, it really comes down to, okay, so once you say hi to those 10 people, okay, then go on and say hi, I mean, and start a conversation with the next 10 people, right? So go out and say hi to somebody and start a conversation. Hey, I like your shoes. Hey, I like that skirt or whatever, that shirt. You're looking good. Um, Nicholas, you got you got a cool hair. You got the cool shades. Like those shades, man. Where'd you get them? Oh, really? You got them at, you got them at, you got them at uh, Gap? Oh, really? I just went to Gap, you know, two weeks ago. Oh, really? Oh, nice, man. You like you like uh, all those other sunglasses? Yeah? Where'd you get them? Okay, cool, cool. Well, I got to get some more, man. Well, anyways, have a great day. And just leave it at that. Don't expect anything in return. And what you're doing is, consistently get in the habit, right? And habits take 66 days to form a habit. And if you do this consistently week to week, right? Eventually step three is exchanging information. So I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a demo on you, Nick. Um, let's just say, you know, you're in the mall um, and you got a cool shirt on and a cool hat and your cool sunglasses. So I'm just going to do a, st a skit with you right now. Sound good? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Great, great, great. Uh, Hey, Nicholas. Oh, or, I don't know your name. Okay. So I'll go to, hey, man, uh, I like that shirt. Is that polo? Where'd you, where'd you get that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just got it from someplace, man. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Really? No, that's awesome. I, I love polo myself. In fact, you know, I got a wardrobe of it at home, man. Um, where'd you get it at, man? I don't know, man. I just, I just have it in my wardrobe. But I don't really care about clothes that much, man. Hey man, well I hear you, dude. But I so appreciate you that. <laughs> are you? I'm I'm kind of new here, Nicholas. Help me out here. Where are you from, man? Well, I'm from Germany, man. I'm oh new, so, uh, Germany. I guess I guess you're asking the wrong guy here, man. <laughs> hey man, Germany, man. I love that place, dude. I think I I have to make there eventually. I know I love the great soccer. You like soccer, man? No, not really, man. I hate oh it. man, hey man, I don't play. I don't like it either, man. I used to play it. 
God, my quadricep torn, man, is not good. But, you know, Nick Lester, when you were wearing the polo, man, what do you do for a living? You got to do something good, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a designer on stuff. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, now. designer, man. Well, wicked. I, I actually, I'm a designer myself. But what do you I design? Do yeah, man, what do you design? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of in, into, into, into in dabbling in, in graphic design, something like that, you know. Wow, graphic design, man. What, what kind of graphics do you use? I'm just curious. What do you mean? What kind of graphics? Do you do like, do you do like logos? Do you do animations? Do you do like formatting? What's your style? Yeah, it's, 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 it, it's all kinds of stuff. Like I'm, I'm just dabbling around, just trying to figure it out, man. Well, I, t- I tell you, man, um, I'm actually looking for more designers in a space. I'm a, I have my own videographer business, man. Here's my card. And, uh, you know, man, have a good rest of your day. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so you see what I did right there, man? Like, I found your pinpoint. It wasn't soccer. It wasn't Germany. It wasn't polo, right? And we went through, those, we went through that synopsis. But at the end of the time, I created curiosity. I said, I'm a designer. You're a designer. We had something in common. I left you my business card. You don't think Nicholas guy is going to go home and be like, whoa, talk to his girlfriend. He's like, man, that, that Andrew guy, right? Something about him. You know, something about him was different. <laughs> You know, I, got, I should probably reach out to him tomorrow because we have something in common. I have value to add. So that's what, that's what I would do for people that are like, how do I do it? That's a great three-step process. Okay. I like, I like that, that, that this, this three-step process. I mean, obviously, guys, um, first of all, I got to clarify something here. I'm not into Gap sunglasses. <laughs> you mentioned that earlier on, and I don't want you to send me Gap sunglasses. <laughs> The point is, um, uh, but, but I, like, I like the idea what Andrew brought up, that example. So, and actually, I don't know, it was last year or something, I believe, and he actually approached me to, to make some of those exercises and go to the store, right? Do you remember that? I do, I do. Yeah, and it actually worked out quite a bit um, where I actually got out of my comfort zone because I initially I thought, man, you know what, this, this connecting thing uh, – it's just uh, just way too much, and I don't know what to do with it. And actually, I did follow his advice, and it helped out really a lot. So I appreciate that. But yeah, that's man. what you actually uh, do for them, or like like, and tell somebody to do like for this this three step process, right? I mean, I haven't wrote an ebook on it yet or anything, but uh, I do tell people that because one of my mentors taught me it, and it just it gets you out of your comfort zone to think you hit it on the head. So you know, it's easy. It's a one way you can do it, but there's multiple ways to connect with people. I don't think you can give someone like a tactical step-by-step process to, to connect with anybody. Um, but they can definitely be maneuvered around and, you know, definitely leveraged. Well, yeah, definitely for sure. So, um, yeah. So when connecting with people, I think that, that I experienced for myself, um, starting out, um, you, you, I mean, obviously you're going to get rejected quite a bit because right. like, I mean, there are just people who are just uh, assholes and, uh, that's just how it is. But the point is, um, how do you deal with that? Especially with that rejection? I mean, for me, I got rejected my entire life. So for me, it's just, uh, I don't know. I just don't give a shit about it anymore. But the point is with somebody who, who never really experienced that or, 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 it's just out there 
graduated from college, high school, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tries to to build his network. Tries to mm-hmm. to get into the habit of connecting with people. What mm-hmm. is something you would tell him, like a mindset game, like a mindset hack, whatever? It, it, yeah, that's a great that's a great pinpoint too, Nicholas. It's like people get out of college and they don't know what to job to get, or they don't have any network, and they're pretty much stuck because college doesn't teach you really how to yeah. socialize with high net worth individuals. And the lesson I learned um, through my networking with um, entrepreneurs, having my own interview show, you know, going around the country, filming for other influencers, um, it really boils down to 90% of people that you reach out to are going to say no to you. And the 10%, the 10% are going to say yes to a conversation and probably another two, three percent are gonna actually, you know, do business with you or you know have a long-term relationship with you. So it's really understanding that there's going to be so many times where you're questioning your own worth. But the most important thing, the mindset of it is, if you have a skill set and you have doubled down on that and you're working towards it, know that it's part of the journey. And if you have value to add to marketplace, if you're a designer, if you're a videographer, if you're an artist, if you're a painter, musician, whatever your skill set is, leverage that and know your own worth. If I reach out to a hundred people, okay, and ten of them respond, but out of those ten people, which I conveyed my message, I said, "Hey, my name is Andrew Padilla. I'm a videographer. I love to add a free thirty-second video to your Instagram page." Message me if you wanted more information. That message I sent them, that skill set I already put in that message, I'm going to get a response, number one, an intrigued response, and I'm also going to develop a relationship because I left an open door towards that because I'm adding Mm -hmm. free value. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Kind of makes sense, yeah. What? what, Yeah, go ahead. So... um, when I when I when I get out of college or high school, like I don't have any skill set at all. I know nothing. I just know everything yeah. that school has taught me. To maybe I was a bad student or a mediocre student or a good student because I I um, recently got connected with a guy who who got out of college, uh, and uh, or not not college like high school, it's like some sort of college in Germany. But the point yeah. is. Uh, he doesn't know what he wants to do. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't have a skill set. That's not a lie. He just he doesn't have a skill set because he just focuses on school and then it doesn't bring him anywhere and just, just know, doesn't know what, what to do. And he That's wants to, to create a network. What, do, what does somebody have to offer of value if it comes from a place where I'm, I'm just an unexperienced uh, school kid? Um, what can I offer, man? That's great. That's a great question. That's a great question. And it's actually a question I get quite often. It's Andrew, you know, I, I, I want to connect these individuals that you're connecting with, but how, if I don't know anything and Nicholas, I really think it roots back to being curious. So if you're curious about, you know, being the next nail salon, or if you want to learn hairstyle, get so curious about that research about that because I believe that people may think, oh my gosh, I have no skill set or I'm not, I have nothing to add to the market. It's like, no, you do. You just were filtered all of the negativity and all the bullshit that schools taught you and standardized you in that you lost sight of your creativity mindset and you lost sight of what actually makes you tick. So I would challenge those people 
to get creative, to read books, right? If you want to learn how Elon Musk wants to go to Mars and wants to, you know, travel around the world and become the best at energy, right? Read about Elon Musk. Read his bio. You know, if you, people so oftentimes ask me, like, well, how do I become the, the next, like, you know, Steve Jobs? I'm like, I don't know how to catch Steve Jobs. Why don't you read about it? Why don't you read every single thing about his life? Why don't you understand how he ticks? Understand what, what made him curious. So if you want to be the next football, you know, NFL player, if you want to, you know, own your own nail salon or you want mm-hmm. to be in the next artist, Da Vinci, get so curious on that one thing, research, read. And start to do it yourself and naturally start developing a skill set. So then and therefore you can start getting the right market because listen, Nicholas, this is the problem. People can, I can say, I can say you guys right now, I can give you guys a bunch of fluff and say, hey, you know, go out there and start knocking on doors and start being people at Starbucks and give out your business cards and, you know, do all these things. I can give you the fluff of that, but that's not truthful and that's not tactical. You want to make calculated movements. And the best way to make those calculated movements is being in the direct niche that you are most curious about. So if okay. it's design, if it's design, and you have someone curiosity in design, you have someone curiosity in Adobe Illustrator, you have someone curiosity in Photoshop and photography editing, why don't you connect with the people that are at a greater scale of that? And you know, most of the time, people want to help. Most of the time, people want to help. There's occasional people, and I've experienced this, that don't want to help, and that's just their own selfishness um, that you you know have to get past. But if you have a niche and you're curious about it, and you just reach out to a, a designer who's at a greater level, and you say, "Hey, my name is Nicholas. You know, I'm just starting out in design. I would love to soak some knowledge from you. Um, I see you're in the local area in Chicago. Can I take you out for some coffee? Or uh, would I'd love to jump on a call with you? I see you're, you're states away, but." I'd love to learn from you. Um, would you mind, you know, mentoring me for 20 minutes or 15 minutes of your time? Uh, yeah, man, totally. You know, it's just like, yeah, I don't, I can give you my story. I can tell you my story. There's no cost at that. So I think that's a, a way to implement it. So guys, yeah, definitely some interesting pointers here. But in the beginning, Andrew said something um, that I want to give emphasis on. Like, first of all, um, Andrew, I don't know if we disagree on this, but guys, you're not going to be the next Steve Jobs or the next uh, Michael, Mike Tyson or whatever. I would mm-hmm. focus on just being yourself. Would you agree right. on that? I agree just upon to, that. Of course. Just, just leveraging, leveraging who you are and just getting re- real with you. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, um, Andrew, I mean, that's this for sure a really great idea to, to, to establish those connections um, with this approach, like being curious. But I have a question like, what tools do you use to connect? Like, yeah, I mean, obviously I can say for myself, uh, I use social media, obviously LinkedIn, uh, I use Shaper. I don't know if you haven't heard of that app before. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, what, what, what tools do you use and how, how do you start it out? When, when, when somebody's out there and says, okay, man, I'm Andrew, I'm willing to put in the work, I'm willing to educate myself, I'm doing it right now. What are some tools to get you to the point to connect you with the right people? Because I think, um, if you're kind of living in a small town and you can't just go out or whatever, whatever your situation may be, um, what are some tools um, over social media perhaps or internet apps, whatever, you can recommend people might check out? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a voice? Who? 
Do you yeah. have a voice? Do you have a voice? I have a voice. Yeah. Then that's your biggest tool. I tell you, there's so many times where, you know, I question myself even like <laughs> what, what tools can I use? And although I can give you guys some apps and, you know, all these things that make you, your life a little bit easier at the bot, at the end of the day, the people that connect with the most amount, the, the greatest amount, the biggest network have a thing called their voice and it's the ability to convey your messages. Because if I use Shaper, if I use LinkedIn, right? And I'm messaging and I get on a phone call with Nicholas and he's a high, high, high net worth individual. I'm going to falter no matter what, if I can't speak and convey a message, if I'm stumbling over my words, if I'm, you know, stuttering, if I am, you know, going around in circles, if I can't speak confidently, you're going to lose a connection no matter what. So, Regardless of what app you use, regardless of what you know method you use, the best best tool is sharpening your toolkit on your voice, sharpening your toolkit on your articulation, which is something I'm working on. How can I effectively convey my message to these people so in turn I get relationships, right? In turn I get business, in turn I get you know sales, etc. Your voice is the biggest tool. And, you know, when it comes down to how you do it, how you meet these people, networking events, there's plenty of networking events. Um, there's an event, um, there's a company called Network After Work, Mindset Groups, Mindset Groups, there's a lot of things you can do um, that, are, you, that give you tactical things that besides, you know, just going on LinkedIn or social media, there's a lot of things you can do in person. Just okay. go to Starbucks, you know? Definitely. Um, so, um, yeah, definitely. What I, would, I would partially agree on that with the voice thing here. Um, what I would like to add is, guys, that um, not only have to focus on your voice, I, I think a lot of things, when it, when it comes to connecting, what I've realized, it comes to your tonality, the way you say mm -hmm. things, and your yeah. body language, the way you carry yourself. Like... Um, Obviously, it, it, people are going to make an impression about you like when you meet them in person. And uh, it really matters a lot how you use those tools, your tonality, the way you approach them, and the way you carry yourself, like how you hold yourself, like giving a firm handshake, whatever, um, how you walk. Yeah, obviously, But that only matters. I mean, there's an equation here. Jordan Belfort mentioned that once. Um, and 90% of uh, the conversation or the connection is like the tonality and the body language. And 10% is only the words that come out of your mouth, but they mean mm -hmm. that a lot as well. Like when you say him, that's hundred percent the case. You, you cannot, you can't just say bullshit, right? Right. You have to say some, some, put some context out there, I guess. Yeah. A hundred percent. You gotta help them out, understand who you are and, Etc. But you like you hit it on the head. It is definitely body language. Definitely has something to do with it. Um, but if you're on the phone, you know, stand up. You know, walk around your house. You know, don't sit on your your bed or you know do these things that make you stagnant. So um, that also is a nice strategy. Yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, um, what I what I would ask you because you said um, you you had you had some struggles with early on in your your childhood with. Um, approaching girls for instance like obviously on this podcast 
there are also girls present, obviously. A lot of chicks are going to listen to, hey, I wonder what Andrew has to say about that. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> and what I'm trying to ask, like, how would you go and, and face your fear and, and uh, approach that girl? What was your approach? Because I can, I can share my approach. My approach would be very direct, very honest, and I would get beat in the fucking face because I just <laughs> didn't know what I was going to do. I just didn't understand that people had feelings and uh, maybe there was a different way. So how did you approach that? <laughs> when, I, when I was trying to face my fears, is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I tell you, man, it really started out like uh, it wasn't my childhood that was experiences, by the way. I wasn't like a three or four year old, you know, walking off my shoulders back trying to pick up chicks in the park, you know, trying to look for some hugs. You know, that wasn't me. But, you know, as I got older, uh, I did that. Oh, you did that, man. Well, congrats to you. You must have a really, uh, really high well, not, confidence. I, was three, I wasn't three, four years old. I was 16 and I tried oh. to blackmail people. Uh, I, I was this one guy, Christopher, and uh, I tried, I blackmailed him like, hey, man, say, tell this one girl that we had a bed and she's not going to hug me, but I'm going to say she is going to hug me. And then I told her that, but she didn't hug me. Like, I, I made crazy stories up, man, because I wanted to, to have this initial, I don't know, intimacy level. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. just didn't build a relationship. <laughs> well, so, so, yeah. man, I mean, I tell you... <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. I can't, I can't imagine black people, black no people, but hey, man, do what you got to do. Um, what, I, what I experienced, number one, was just, it literally boils down to, like, it, it is, in a way, Nick, it is sales. It is business. It's confidence and conviction. And when, you're, when, you're, when you approach a girl, when a girl approaches you, you know, there's a quote. It's like, women, uh, women are like cats and uh, guys are like dogs. Guys will just keep running at the girl like a dog. If you pet him, you push him away. He'll keep running at the. He'll keep running at you. It's kind of trying to get attention, trying to you can play with them. And the cat, you know, it walks up to you. It takes one look at you, right, and it either walks away or stays with you. It don't matter. And and obviously, you know, it doesn't. They're not every woman categorizing that. It's just a broad example of you know they just really are. They know you know, what a guy is about within like the first one, two minutes of meeting them. So, you know, for me, and I'm not an expert, there's not a relationship expert at all. Um, but you know, when it comes to women, you know, one of my biggest, my fears at the time was, okay, what am I going to say? You know, how am I going to say, what am I going to say? You know, what's the pickup line or, you know, (laughs) what clothes am I going to wear? And I was so strategic about it, but in reality, man, no one remembers the first thing you say to them. Do you remember the first thing I said to you, Nick? Um, Ever? Ever. I may, I, 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 no, sorry. Okay, be honest, be honest. Yeah, I I don't blame you because we only retain 10% of what you say. So the point of it is this. When I approach a girl, when I, you know, do anything, you know, I touch girls, but, you know, any, any person, right? I just say something that's genuine, and I say something that, you know, that makes me different than everyone else, right? So if there's a girl in, in the coffee shop and she's uh, working on her laptop and I see some designs and I go up to her and be like, hey, that looks some like, really cool designs you have. What are you working on? You know, what project are you working on? Or, or she's in the coffee shop and she's with her friend and I, you know, 
go up to the coffee barista and I buy, you know, her and her friend, you know, uh, a pastry or a cup of coffee. Don't matter. And that's how I make my introduction. So it really boils down to confidence, conviction. If, if I already know, and like I said before, if I'm already playing a scenario in my head, like, hey, you know, I'm just going to do this without expectation. I'm not expecting anything in return from this woman, right? I naturally have a better success rate because, you know, most of the time guys put so much value on the pickup line, the, the going up to a girl and approaching her with the type of, you know, walk in their step, the type of posture, the type of pop, the type of sunglasses, the type of hat, the type of everything, right? And they play these almost like, uh, nine, what's the word? They play these like false things in their, in their mind that false realities, right? They play these false realities in their mind, like, oh my gosh, what if she does this? What if she does this? What do I say when she does this? And it's almost like, you know, the movie where the guy has a Bluetooth in his ear, and you know, they tell him everything what to say. Um, they just put too much value on it. And I think it's, it comes down to expecting less and giving more. Um, you know, what value can you add to that person? I always ask myself that question, every relationship, is what value can I add to that person? What value can I add to her? And what value can she add to me? Um, and it's very, it's getting really specific on that, but you're okay. just, you just don't care at the end of the day, you know, the best, <laughs> and it's funny, the, the girls that are in the girls that are in my life and, you know, are, and were they, the best ones, the best genuine people are the ones that came to me, right? The ones that I attract in my life, me being in uh, my state of comfort, me being in my competent state, you know, on social media, off social media doesn't matter. Um, I think that's what it boils down to, Nick. Like, the best people, like, best girls, the best ones, they, they, a lot of them do come to you. Not to say you can't approach, but um, it's more so of you caring less and just giving more. So, so what of value can you, can you offer? Because I, cause I get it. I get the fact, like, in, in business and relationship, it's all about, like, creating value, giving value, giving something up front, not expecting. I get that. I get that. But, when it comes to building a personal relationship to, for instance, a woman, okay? And I'll tell you what happened. I, back in the day, I was still in high school. I had a business running. And uh, what I thought prior to that, I, I, I was seeking for recognition from my mom because she never really encouraged me to do it. And I said, okay, man, my mom is just never going to care about my business. But maybe these girls are. So I tried to uh, put myself in a position where they would say, okay, fuck this soccer dude, this business guy, he knows what he's doing. And that's why I put so much emphasis on learning, on getting skills like speaking different languages, having a business mindset, all this stuff. I was uh, 17 years old at that time, but it didn't work out because like, I mean, what of value do you have to offer in a personal relationship? Because in Everything. Business, obviously in business, uh, I can say, you know what, I have a platform, I can offer you that through a podcast, I have this and that, these connections. It, it comes easier for me in business personally. And I know for, with a lot of great men, uh, business practitioners, I connected and they have issues with finding the right partner for their lives. It's the same, it's the same topic where they have established this massive success or this massive network and the building relationship in business is, comes easy and they, they've been in habit. But when it comes to personal relationship, what I realized, most women I met don't care about what I do in my business. They just don't give a shit. And uh, business means everything to me. So what can I add of value to their lives 
um, because I'm, I'm a kind of guy, I can't help myself but giving advice. And I think girls hate that. So what can I add of value to their lives? I mean, like a lot of guys ask that. What's, what's first of all, well, first of all, there is girls and that do life talking about business. It's just a false reality you play in your head. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, there's but that's plenty. Small percentage. Well, that's I'm getting into that. I'm, yeah. Well, it, it's more percentage than that. You just got to attract the right people. But let me get to that point. When you ask what value do I have, you know, what do I have to this person? You, you start to play these things in your mind. You know, that stems from a place of insecurity, which we all do have. But for me, and this way, this all stems down to, you know, relationships, anything in life. You know, like you said, this guy had a big high net worth and he's doing all these amazing things. But when it comes to women, he just kind of like cracks and, you know, boils up. And I relate with that. It was my problem was like, all right, well, I'm doing all these things, networking. But, you know, women was my biggest insecurity. And I just got really set. This is what I did. I got really set on myself, number one. And if I labeled 10 things, right, that I wanted from a girl. So 10 things that, you know, she, she, that she possesses, you know, what does she look like? You know, what characteristics does she have? Does she have a nice smile, right? Does she go with my friends? Does she go with my fa family? 10 things I wrote down. And then I asked myself, right? I said, okay, if I want a girl to be confident and I want a girl to be, you know, business worthy, business like, and I want her to, you know, be family oriented and communicative and flexible and all these things. I then turn around on myself. Am I communicative? Am I confident? Am I, you know, flexible? Am I business worthy? Am I, you know, all these certain things on the list. And if I don't match up one of those things, I know I still got time to work on it. Right. And I think that's what comes down to guys and why they have such a big, you know, why a lot of guys struggle with it is because, number one, they're not clear on what they want. So they're not clear on their ideal girl because if they were, they wouldn't be going on Tinder and Bumble and trying to hook up and going to the bars and trying to get, you know, girls drunk and, you know, trying to, you know, do crazy things. They wouldn't be doing that. They'd be spending time in places that they would, these ideal girls would be at, you know, like at networking events, like at the coffee shop. You know, like at, you know, a, a business event, a Tony Robbins event, wherever these people are at. But, you know, when we, do, we don't know what we want and we don't know what to, and we don't know how to crystallize it, you attract those people that are like the one percenters of people that, you know, want like business. So the value you have is yourself because relationships, you can't hide anything, right? But when you talk about the value you can give and the value that per other person is, you know, the value she has right? Write it down. Write down those 10 things. And then ask yourself, do those 10 things that I labeled, do I possess? And if once I do, once I ultimately am confident in that, you'll be able to attract that girl into your life or go seek her out. And it's going to be easier said than done. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be easier done than said. Do you think a guy or a girl, or whatever, should have expectations to their partner? Because yes. I was the guy who had thousands of millions of expectations. That's how she has to be. Da, 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 da. She has to speak, speak at least three different languages. She has to have this business, <laughs> a good negotiator. Blah, blah, blah. I can give you a list. And then I, I just, I, just I, I admit that, guys. I made some wrong decisions in my life and I got attracted to the wrong people. And that's why I got cheated a couple of times and they got hurt and stuff like that. And that's yeah, right. so now yeah. I, I just keep it, keep, keep it, keep it basic. Like I expect three things. One, the right values. If that's not happening, it's a done deal. Get, get the hell out of here. 
And obviously, she has to have integrity. I think that's the most important part, integrity and honesty, at least for me. Because if you're not doing that, bring that to the table and get the hell out of here. And <laughs> third point, um, there has to be some sort of physical attraction where um, right. everything fits, fits in the chemistry, however you may call it. And those are the three things I'm looking for. Because I know for a fact that creating this miracle fantasy, like this perfect woman who is like the right. superwoman, like in the movies we see, like superhero-like, she's just not going to exist. Or I don't know. And I don't want to make myself unhappy to chase a woman that maybe does not exist. And uh, so that's just, uh, I cut it down to three basic expectations and we'll see how it goes with that. But the point is, um, why do you think um, so many guys uh, who are capable, who have great qualities, who are great human beings, and I guess you knew, knew a couple of people or uh, maybe you were in that same position because I'm like that right now where I'm a really good guy. I think I am. And uh, I, I'm just addicted with doing the right thing. But um, why do they fall for, for bad girls, for, for, for chicks who abuse them, who hurt them, and not for, for, for the good girls? What's wrong with that mindset? Is it a mindset issue? What does someone have to do? Because I know a lot of people in that position. Yeah, man. Um, you know, just give an example. I mean, I was in a toxic relationship for a, a, almost, you know, a little over like a year and a half, close to two years. And, you know, I, the the one thing that I let I go on, I, it was like, you know, we talk about, you know, people that don't, you know, serve you in the positive way. What I let go on, man, was I just let this other person, you know, walk on all, all over my ideals, walk on what I had going on, walk on my, my attitude, walk on things that I valued highly. And I think it really stems from Nick, to be quite honest with you, what I, I can put myself, what I experienced, what I was just not confident in my own being. I wasn't confident in like where I was going. I wasn't confident with, you know, girls before, you know, it comes down to like three things I really think about when, why guys and girls stay in toxic relationships. Um, it's because number one, they're comfortable with that person and they're just too scared to uh, they're just too scared to leave them. They're, that's all they know. Someone was dating for a girl for three years and, you know, they're, they're just, that's all they know. That's all they felt. That's just like what they do. Well, they're scared to leave that because that's their comfort. Um, and number two, you know, it's just, you know, they're attracted to the physical, right? They're addicted to the sex or they're addicted to, you know, just the physical attribute this person possesses. Um, and, you know, number three is there's, they're, they're addicted to, you know, the emotional pain. They're addicted to, you know, getting hurt. They're addicted to somebody walking on them and, you know, telling them what to do unconsciously. They're addicted to people taking control of aspects of life they can't take control in. And that's what was happening with me. I wasn't, I wasn't taking control of certain aspects, so I left it to the other person, which is not the other person's fault, right? It's my own. Um, but that's what was causing this toxic. And when it comes down to relationships, it's, you must be happy with yourself first and you must put yourself before the other person. I know that's hard to, uh, digest, but it's really comes down to you putting yourself, most importantly, your happiness before the other person. There's a quote I love. It's, you know, when we're in partnerships, it's, I'm going to walk on my journey to the left. 
and you're going to walk on your journey to the right. And I'm going to rely on myself for my happiness. But we just choose from the left journey to the right journey that we're going to hold hands, that we're going to walk it together. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Wow, I never heard that quote before. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, it was actually a quote. Uh, I mean, I kind of like made it a little bit my own, but it was a quote by Will Smith. He's going to talk about happiness. Yeah, he's a great guy, man. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> so, so yeah, that that's definitely interesting. So, so that's that's how you did it, basically, right? That's how I that's how I do it, man. And then, like, also, I let go of fear. I let go of fear. This is the biggest one, right? Most relationships, the number one reason why relationships fail, um, is fear. It's fear of the other person leaving. It's fear of yourself not being good enough. You know all these realities we play in our mind i'm not good enough she's gonna leave you know I'm, and that creates jealousy you know i have to control her i have to be dominant whatever these things we say or it just it's all a bunch of noise um and i think i just i just let go with the fear factor of whatever if this person's going to be in my life great if this person's not gonna be in my life great but no matter what happens no matter the scenario comes out of it if she says no to me at starbucks when i asked her on a date if she you know says I have a boyfriend or whatever when I, when I, when I call her, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. The scenario already played in my head is coming out positive no matter what, because I'm truly happy with myself. Therefore I'm able to, you know, feed the positive energy to other women. Mm -hmm. So, so did you pick that up very fast? That skill set? Okay. Um, I got to change something or, or how, how does someone realize that? Um, this the skill set what exactly i mean i don't believe yeah. i have a skill set i think this is so all to, this, to this toxic relationship kind of yeah thing. yeah i think it's important it's important to experience you know it's important to you know get into relationships not necessarily toxic relationships but it's important to at least you know understand you know what the, someone else thinks about you you know because you know i am not who i think i am i am not who you think i am i am who i think i think i am And go into a relationship really uh, kind of un unreals that story, maybe parts of the chapter you never read before because that person's very close with you. So I think it's it, the skill set is he's experiencing it, but in order to filter out the bad and bring in the good, I really think, Nick, it comes down to getting clear on what you want. Like, mm -hmm. do you want to hook up or do you want to have a relationship? You know, or do you want a quality girl or you just want to date to date? Do you want a girl that's long distance? Or do you want a girl that's short distance? Do you want a girl that you know is older than you, or do you want a girl that's younger than you? Like it, I mean, it's not that spe that specific, like the older and younger, but it is specific as in the fact of, am I just doing to have fun, or am I want a girlfriend? Because most guys and most girls, you know, advice this is both gender right now. Um, they're not clear on what kind of guy they want. They're not clear on what kind of girl they want. So therefore, they allow the toxic people into their life because they're just a physical body and they're able to give them attention where the intention I've given myself is not fulfilling enough. So I let the other person give me that attention, right? And that generates fear, that generates toxic, that generates depression, that generates a whole bunch of stuff. So the ability to filter it out really comes down for me is qualifying. Number one is like, all right, well, I'm going to add this value to this girl, but what's this girl going to add to me? You know, what's her life like? What does she do? Does she have those 10 things I listed or is she just, you know, out of three out of 10? You know, that's what, I, that's what I do, man. Like, that's how I qualify. 
Mm. Uh, that's how I filter out the bad. And obviously, make 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 that experience. Right? Yeah, you got to experience it, man. You got to experience some good. You got to experience some bad. Um, but you know, we 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 want to all have the good. But you know, sometimes you you slip up. But that's just the way of life. And I think that's you know that's the lesson of it is you win some, you lose some, but when it comes to relationships and this is a broad scale, we're getting right back to the just connecting in general relationships as a whole is you have to understand that the people in your life that are in your life right now, um, and they're supposed to be with you. Now, if you're experiencing some toxic, you're experiencing some, emotional baggage um from somebody you want to get rid of well get rid of them or let that thought process go and you know i've been through it you know i've been through that depression stage of you know i don't want to date anybody and you know i took like almost a year off of dating and just trying to get a feel for relationships as a whole and learn more and experience more um it just comes down to it man like you just have to know that at the end of the day relationships are built on foundation of love and foundation of giving without expectation. And once you're able to, you know, fully develop that in business and in life, um, you start to get better partnerships because you're confident in yourself. Um, most importantly, you love yourself and you know that there is no fear because at the end of the day, it takes time to get the right person in your life. We're both young. I'm 20, you're 22, 21 however old you are. Like we are so young, it's ridiculous. So I know, I believe in this thing called patience when it comes to relationships. If I rush my relationships, if I seek out attention right away and I go out to a bar or I go out to you know, a nightclub, whatever it is, just to search for um, temporary attention, I'm going to allow that, that temporary toxic relationship to occur. So that's how I filter it out, man. That's just, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So guys, definitely some gold nuggets here on this podcast. We didn't expect that. So definitely, um, yeah, Andrew, a lot of value here. That's there's, there's some you. truth to it. Because, because I, I, I can totally relate to that. You got to make the experience first. And nobody knows that more than me. Because I, I always refuse to, uh, I have to learn it, it, it the hard way. Because I got cheated three times. First girl uh, uh, I ever fell in love with, she, she hooked up with my best friend at that time. Second girl, she hooked up with a total stranger and sent me a video or some sort of voice message <laughs> why she was doing it. What some sort of asshole. But the point is, and the third girl scammed me. So at that time, I said, okay, man, all right. I'm done with the toxic relationship because it talk, took me a lot of time. But guys, I would encourage you to listen to Andrew's advice so you don't have to go through this shit and just empty out the trash. Yeah. Say, so you know what? I'm done yeah, with man. this. <laughs> you don't have, like... You have to know your worth, right? Like, if I simply am, this like always goes back to self love, and people think it's such a cliche thing, but it's so real. Um, if I'm not totally confident in my being, I allow other people to enter my life that you know aren't adding the utmost value. Um, but if you know your worth, and you're like, hey, this person treating me like crap, or she's not treating me for my time, or she's not giving me, um, you know, as much of what I need, you just cut them loose without any you know, insecurities because you know your worth and you know the type of person that you deserve and that deserves you. So you're able to make cuts way faster than if you were when you're insecure or if you're not totally confident in 
you know, relationships yet. And that's okay. You know, we're all growing human beings. Um, and we're going through the, the turmoil, but you, you have to be able to understand what you want and, you know, add that utmost value to the person, but be willing to let go. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So I got a question for you. Um, obviously when it comes to connecting and we, we talked about how to approach the first touch and impressions, all that stuff. Now we talked about toxic relationship here, guys. And that, I think that's something very important. How do you identify the people you don't want to connect with because I'm not talking about those criminals here. Like, because I, at the time I had, I had a criminal network where I was in danger, like doing some very bad stuff, but I, 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 um, I caught it at the right moment where I said, you know what, I'm not going into this, but I'm not talking about it. I'm, I'm talking about people that you don't, you don't see it at first that they are toxic to your relationship, to your network. Mm-hmm. How do you, filter them out. What's something, some spots, something like say, yeah, maybe I don't want to associate with that, this person. Like, like, I mean, how do you filter that out? Like, what do you we- look for? Weakness. Weakness. What kind of weakness? That's a great question. I'll elaborate. Weakness in areas that I do not allow weakness in my life. So if somebody, right. It's displaying, you know, somebody I meet, you know, social media is a great example because there's so many fakes on social media. I think everyone on the podcast can agree. Yeah. Um, there's so many fake people. And the way I filter out weakness, you know, people that are weak is I just simply, you know, when I get on a phone call with them in the immediate seconds, like in the immediate seconds, like with their tonality, with, you know, how they carry themselves with their story, I immediately know what areas they're weak at. And it's very, it's a, I don't want to say it's a gift of mine, but it, it kind of is, is what you're telling me, how you're, how positive you are, what your story is, you know, what you're doing currently, I'm able to find your weak points. So if I ask you, Oh, so what books you're reading? Oh, you know, I don't believe in self-development. I don't believe in that book. Okay. Weak point. Oh, really? So what do you do on your daily basis? What do your day to day look like? You know, wake up at 9am. Oh, you wake up at 9am. Okay. Weak point. Oh, what do you do? Um, uh, you know, fitness wise, you work on your health. Do you, ah, oh, no, I don't, I don't work on that. You know, it's just not my thing. Okay, weak point. And like, I'm literally labeling and asking directed questions that I know are important to my life. So you have to be able to ask those questions and label them out, like literally write them out for people, not just women. And you know, that's not, not just what I'm talking about. I'm talking about everybody. Label them out when you're first meeting them, the people. Like what questions are very important to you? Do you work on your health is a very important question to me. And if your weak point in that, I cannot allow that weakness in my life because it's such a high priority. You know this, Nicholas. It's it's such a it's such a um, it's such a thing that I I value most. Spirituality is another one, right? And most people don't know about entrepreneurs. Is I'm very very spiritual being. Um, right. and yes, man. And if if you if you don't if you don't believe in that, there's comes barriers. I'm not saying that's a weak point, but I'm getting into right now something that adds value to my life. And I, I just, I hold it a very high standard. Um, you know, another thing is I, I value highly people that are organized. I value highly people that actually take care of their time and know that the time is the most valuable asset in the world. But if they're, if I ask them, so, you know, Hey, let's jump on a call at five o'clock and it's the first time meeting them. And they jump on, they're like, Hey man, um, at four fifty or four fifty-five, like, Hey man, can't make the call. Sorry about that. Weak point. They don't need to be in my life because I'm sorry. Like that's just how it is. Like if you want to, you know, think of my time as less worthy of yours and I 
put my time as such a high priority to everyone around me, then why am I going to let you create this? Uh, why am I going to let you uh, damage my em- empire? So I think that definitely helps Nicholas is creating directed questions that, you know, you put at high priority. So if it's health, if it's, if it's uh, time, if it's work, if it's family, if it's, you know, anything, medicinal, spirituality, whatever it is, whatever you put at a high priority in your life, ask those directed questions. And the way I just pick it out is if you're like answering all these questions in a bad, negative way, I just think of you as, as weak, as weak to my life. Okay. It's like yeah, a weak makes- limb, you know, it's a weak limb. That makes sense, guys. So definitely pay attention to that. Ask those, those qualifying questions to mm-hmm. kind of assess if someone's, uh, yeah, willing to. Because cool. we don't do that, right? I mean, like, I mean, I went through this and you went through this with my, with my tax relationships and other things and people I led in my life. It's, I just go with the flow and just, you know, hang out to hang out and, you know, hook up to hook up and all these things. And, you know, it just, it just creates a cycle, a cycle of, uh, negativity and a cycle of you damaging your own inner being. And for me, you know, my, I'm so specific on who's in my circle because I know the top five people in my circle are average of Andropedia. So if Nicholas is in my circle and Nicholas is fucking up in five areas of his life, well, that's a definition of Andropedia. But, you know, if Nicholas is doing excellent and superb and he's going for his dreams and he's giving me the best podcast to ever live, well, I want him in my top five. Because that's the definition of Andropedia. So that's why I'm so specific on who I associate with. And you guys should be too. Because at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to who you're talking to, what they're putting in your mind, how they're feeding you. And if they're feeding with you all negativity, well, it's time to cut some strings. Audit your circle. So, so you believe in that, in that sentence, yeah, you're the average of the five people you associate with or something? Oh, 100%, like that. man. Oh, shit, man. 100%. I mean... For my, you know, I was a different person a year ago. Like I literally changed in one year. I've changed so much, so ridiculously much because I, I exited a relationship that wasn't serving me anymore, and that was one of my people that were, you know, in that top five. Um, so I definitely think you are the average of them. And you know, the person might be on the podcast and be like, you know what, Andrew, I hear what you're saying, but you know, I got a bunch of negative people in my life, like family members, and you know, I can't get them out. But don't worry, like I am. I'm not. I'm not negative or I'm not an average of that person. Like that's great as long as you know that, but you have to be able to consistently fill that gap elsewhere. So if that, if your, uh, you know, sister is bringing all this negativity in your life and telling you you're not good enough or you know, do all these negative things, well, you got to fill your sister's gap and get a friend that, or get a girl that is telling you great things and telling you you're, you're, you're motivated, telling you you're an inspiration. You got to fill that gap. So, um, it's very important, man. It comes down. It's really important. So how do you find those people? It comes down to what we talked about, uh, you know, this whole podcast, it comes down to relationships and it comes down to attracting the people that you want in life. So when, if it's friends, if it's a network, you know, I'm always thinking in my mind, I'm always making movements of, okay, who it is, who do I want? And I'm very specific. Do I want a guy? It's funny because the mindset of abundance is really real if I want a guy that's great at podcasts or if I want an audio guy, if I want a video guy, I literally think it and I put action behind it and I actively search and I ask people around and I'm very curious about it. People just come into my life. So 
I'm, I'm a firm believer in the, in the law of attraction, but I'm also a bigger believer in the law of action, right? Action creates attraction. So as my gears are spinning, but I'm also in the back of my mind, like I do need an extra graphic designer, right? My wheels are spinning though. I'm working on my craft. I'm beating my craft. That person just walks in my life. I'm like, hey, great time. And I needed you about damn time. Come in my life, man. We can hang, we can, we can create some massive ideas. So, um, that's, that's what I do, man. Like, that's just how I operate is I attract those people in my life, but I'm very clear on what I want. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going back to, you know, the people that are uncertain in life and insecure, the people that are insecure, are just like, Hey, I just need a boyfriend or Hey, you know, be nice to have a friend. And they accept anybody who walks in their door. And that just is not acceptable for me. I only accept people that I'm actively thinking of, right? That I wrote down the 10 things that I, that I actively saw on my mind. I'm like, I need this person in my life to add this type of value to me. I need this podcast host. I need this graphic designer. I need this finance guy. I'm filling that gap, but I'm very specific on what I need. Like right now, I'll give you a perfect example. Like I, 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 right now I need a guy that is very crisp and very expertise on audio, like very specific, specific because that's something I lack. Um, so if there's somebody I can that, with a guy, okay, well, there we go. See what I'm saying? Manifest. Um, because one of, my, one of my weak points is audio. So like, but you know, eventually, you know, if it's Nick Loss or any other guy, I it's know that they, be, I just know a guy. That's just all it is. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. So there we go. That's how it works, man. So, so, um, I, I can tell you guys because people are going to ask me that question like, Hey Nick, what do you think? What do you think about this? Well, I have only one rule. You got to be honest because in, in my top five circle and Andrew's one of those guys where he's very honest. He's probably more honest to me, uh, when we're talking privately, but he's really honest here on the show also. And, and I think my, my, uh, re- must have in somebody, if he wants to enter that circle, you have to be honest with yourself and obviously honest in a conversation. You can't bullshit because I hate, if there's one thing I hate more in life is if somebody is a constant bullshitter. Yeah. I just can't stand that. I just can't stand because I noticed I, I made an episode about this where I, where I knew a guy was working with a guy on a project and he was just constantly bullshitting and he was like <laughs> saying, yeah, we're going to achieve this massive results. And I, and, I, and I like enthusiasm. I like it. But there's a thin line between enthusiastic and saying just stupid shit and not delivering. Mm. And, uh, and, I, and I just, I just can't, couldn't take it anymore. So you know what? No bullshitters anymore. And that's no. so it is. See, but you see what I'm saying? Like, guys, like, this is a perfect example. Nicholas is very clear. And you already have that filtration in the back of your mind subconsciously now where you're just so past the bullshit that any girl or any guy that walks in your life and you – automatically smell that on them it's cut you don't need to be in it so you got to create that almost like a muscle you know the the mindset is the muscle and you're creating muscle of experience that you you know the guy that 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 has the the value in finance that you're 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 like all right this guy in finance he seems like a a credible guy you know okay now let's qualify uh is he into his fitness is he into lifestyle is he into self-development is he is he a bullshitter is he a truth guy is he, is he honest with himself? Is he altruistic? Like you got to start getting really big muscles in your mindset that in turn create the rich relationships that we all are desperate for, that we all do need because, you know, relationships at the end of the day, like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, connection 
is what we are here for. That's my belief. But at the end of the day, we want really rich relationships. So like Nicholas, you know, you already have that muscle, man. You're like, I don't accept any bullshitters. And I guarantee you have five other layers of that muscle that make up the bulk. So, but you're going to keep on adding that to your muscle and create a bigger, you know, bigger bicep. <laughs> yeah. Thanks man. Definitely. Definitely. That's, that's something to develop, huh? So guys, <laughs> to wrap it up, I mean, we, we have been very long on this podcast and I enjoyed it with entropy, but at some time, everything good has to come to an end. Unfortunately, yes, but I, but I would enjoy to have you on another episode in the future because I think, like, like I said, Andrew's almost like a co-host here on the show. He's just never here. But the point is, yeah, I'm looking forward to what Andrew is accomplishing in his life. And uh, follow him uh, uh, on social media. You, you're, you're going big on there, right? Or are you? <laughs> I am growing. I'm growing um, right now. Uh, not as many followers as I want, but that's okay because we're impacting the amount of followers I have. So uh, follow me at Drupedia11 on Instagram, Facebook page, you know, Andrew the connector, you can find me there. So appreciate it. Yeah, and we have all the links in the, in the, in the description and the show notes, whatever, just, just make that effort and click on more optional, learn more, whatever it is in the podcast player. And then you will, you'll find those links and click and follow and subscribe, yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Um, I think if you have anything to say, Andrew, um, then we're going to wrap it up or anything else. Yeah. I'm, I'm just very, I'm very grateful for the opportunity. I think we crushed it. And if you guys like this podcast, make sure to give my man Nick a review, five stars if you can. You know, he's that type of five-star restaurant. So, you know, give yeah. him that review. And, uh, and most importantly, um, you know, just know your worth. At the end of the day, true connection happens when you're able to attract the people in your life that are at the same scale. Um, if I, I, a perfect example I heard one time, if I perceive myself as an architect, right? And I, and I, and I, and I study every single thing about architecture and I, and I take the tests and I go to school and I'm able to, you know, perceive things in a certain way. I'm able to perceive buildings in a certain way. I'm able to, you know, see the foundation, see the, the top of the building, what created it, right? The materials, the work, everything down to the pinpoint. And I go yeah, to an event and if I go to an event and I meet somebody and he's an architect, right? Him and I, and I, and I, the conversation leads to him, but him and I meet at a certain level, right? A certain level, intellectual level of our craft. And we're so on point and we're able to connect on that greater level. So the people that are on this podcast right now and say, you know, I want to be the next comedian or I want to be the next artist. Or, I want to be the best designer. Well, get so, so curious and get so, so specific on what you want and double down on that skill. So you're able to go to those high network individuals and have a conversation with them. Because the people that don't do well and don't connect well are the people that talk to talk, but they don't actually know their craft, and they meet people that are intellectual and high net worth individuals, and they're not able to hold a conversation because they don't have the type of skill set and they don't have the type of craft that the other person has worked on the past 20 years. So everybody, that was pretty much the episode with Antropodia, the connector, the man himself who knows how to connect and who has put in the work to create relationship all across the board. And I think that was pretty much the, one of the greatest episodes for sure on this podcast. And I don't know about you, but I took a lot away from this episode. 
especially right hooks. I liked everything about this episode. It was really engaging. And um, yeah, if you did like this episode as well, share it, like it, rate it, um, and leave me a review. DM me on Instagram. And more importantly, check out Andrew's stuff on social media. All the links that uh, so you can follow him on social media, whatever platform works best for you. I would really recommend Facebook or Instagram because he's very active on these platforms. Um, but all his links will be provided in the description below and obviously also in the show notes. So make sure to check that out. And I see you in the next episode. See ya.